Welcome to today's five good minutes on the Ten Commandments. Today we'll be considering the Tenth Commandment with Dan Shields. Let me ask you a question. What is the most important thing in your life? Your family, your health, your career, your future, or your legacy? Well, today we're going to continue looking at the Ten Commandments. And we're talking about the Tenth Commandment, Thou shalt not covet. And in a way, the big question in regard to the Tenth Commandment is the question of what's most important in your life. Because I believe that contained in this verse is not simply a negative, don't covet, but also an assumed positive, do this instead. I've heard it said, let me see your bank statement and your calendar, and I'll tell you what's most important in your life. And there's obviously truth to that. Those two things do show our priorities in time and treasure. But I think we all hold hidden desires as well, things that don't show up in our digital domains. They spring from the secret places that no one can see. And I believe that that's where the issue of coveting begins, because the Tenth Commandment deals with the inner issues of our heart. As an example, let's talk for a minute about three of the most obvious and common desires that can go wrong in our lives, money, sex, and power. Go into any airport bookstore, and many of the most popular magazines and books will be about how to invest to get rich, how to act in your personal life and business ventures to gain power and influence, and especially in the magazine section, how to look good and be fit to be sexually attractive. Many pastors have preached on these topics, and if you just look on Amazon, there are many books with the title Money, Sex, and Power, ranging from Richard Foster and John Piper to Deion Sanders. There are obviously a lot more desires that we could talk about, but these are often the ones that make the headlines and have been the downfall of many. But perhaps we could distill these down even further to the desires behind the desires. We could say that they're actually the search for security and pleasure and for worth. So how do we deal with these desires, and how do we ensure that they are not our undoing? The ancient Stoics would tell you that we must deny our desires by saying no to them. The Buddhists would say that life is an illusion and that the way to overcome them is to recognize this and simply let go of all desire. Hindus say that nothing is gained by suppressing desires because bad and good are merely the flip side of the same coin. But what does the Bible teach? And how are we as Christians to deal with the things that we desire? First, I think it's important to say that those things we desire are at their base, not bad in and of themselves. They were created by God, and He called them good, but we can pervert them by an over-desire for them that can cause us to try to fill them in a way outside of God's will or His timing. Take money, for example. The Bible says that it's led many to ruin, but money itself is not evil. It can be God's blessing. Rather, an over-desire to be rich is what's evil. We can think of the powerful CEO who hurts and crushes others for their own gain, or the online scammers who steal from the elderly. And so it is with most of our desires. The problem is when we have a perverse over-desire for more, so that it crosses into coveting, which leads us into sin. So how should a Christian deal with desire? Well, in the book of Hebrews, it says, Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Well, there are a couple of important answers in the scripture about money that speak to desire in general. The first answer in this scripture is to keep free from the love of money. We're to love God first above all other things. And the second is, be content with what you have. 
That is appreciating what we do have and enjoy it fully because no matter how tough things are, we always have much to be thankful for. And lastly, the idea is entrusting in God. It says, He will never leave or forsake you. How does this help desire? Well, we can know that God is our good, good Father and that every good and perfect gift comes from Him. He knows us and loves us and knows just what we need and when we need it because He can see from a perspective that we just can't. So we can trust fully in His provision and we don't have to stress over what we don't have, but rather we can take joy in the things He's given us so graciously. Love God first, be thankful for what He's given, and trust His perfect timing and provision. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to check out all our content and podcasts on Orchard Hill Plus. You can find that and so much more on our website or the Orchard Hill app.